Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. As part of our new Forbes Minute series, spotlighting thought-provoking Forbes videos and their key takeaways, I explore Shiny Burku Unsal's recent Forbes video, Three Ways to Be Your Authentic Self. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Today, we are going to start a new series, our Forbes Minute, similar to our HBR Minute series that we started uh, in Season 8. This series will be spotlighting thought-provoking Forbes videos and their key takeaways. And today, I explore Shiny Berku Unsal's recent Forbes video, Three Ways to Be Your Authentic Self. I'm excited to discuss this video with all of you, and I'll catch you on the flip side of our first clip. My name is China Bujernsal. I am the creator of Neuroshine Technology. I am a professor at UCLA Extension, teaching leadership communication strategies and emotional intelligence. I am also a licensed trainer of neurolinguistic programming and teaching coaching strategies for all the professional coaches out there in the world. In order for you to show up as your true authentic self and express yourself authentically, you need three qualities. One, fierce courage. Two, aliveness. And three, your connection to your true self. When we communicate with fear, we are feeding another part of us which is not authentic to us. And if it is not authentic to us, it's not going to be authentic to anybody else. And then we're going to create this false reality. And who wants that, right? Nobody wants to live in a false reality which doesn't create great results, joy, happiness, or success. So that is the outcome of communicating with fear. Let's say that I am someone who is in a transition and I am looking for a job. And in this job interview, this HR executive is asking if I like the definition of the job. And because of fear, I might be thinking, oh my gosh, if I don't get this job, I don't know how I'm going to survive. I don't know how I am going to go on with my career and my financial life. I should take it. So then fear is going to take over. And even if you don't feel like it's, it's good for you, going to be like, oh yeah, this is a great job for me, I'm going to say. I, I have been always looking for something like that. This is a great opportunity for me to express my skills and my talents and my you know, experience. I'm just going to lie, right? Why? Because fear is ruling. Whereas if I am true to myself, how am I going to show up? I am going to say, listen, I absolutely... Uh, 
appreciate this opportunity and I know that it is going to be a great platform for me to express myself with my talents and still yet I have a few questions because I can anticipate they might create some sort of feature problems and I would love to discuss it further before they they become further and bigger issues for us now you are tapping into your true self and you are expressing something that is actually really hard because you are at the risk of not getting that job but what are you gaining instead you're gaining yourself you're gaining the hr executives trust now they feel like you know what this person is telling me the truth so whenever something is going to go wrong she or he will be able to tell me the truth and that is an environment for safety and trust i love the entire concept around being your authentic self and she really lays out three key principles and i wanted to just focus for a moment on having the courage to speak up and speak your mind and share with the person sitting across the table from you what you're actually feeling, what you're actually thinking, and what you're, what's really driving you, what's motivating you. So in the scenario she laid out, in the example she provided, in that hiring situation, that is an important decision. That's an important decision for them. That's an important decision for you. They don't want someone who doesn't want to be there, and you shouldn't want to be in a job that doesn't fit well with you. But so often we allow fear to dictate our decisions and rather than being honest with both ourselves and the other person who's relying on us, we end up causing harm because we just take the easy route. The easy route is not being true to ourselves, not being courageous and just going along, kind of that passive aggressive approach to dealing with conflict, with, to dealing with internal struggle and the, those difficult situations that we find ourselves in. We need to have the courage. We need to not allow fear to dictate. And I need to understand that not everything's going to be the best fit for me. So a job may not be the best fit for me. Or when I'm making a decision about my family life or my community life, sometimes there are going to be difficult things that I have to consider, and I have to be willing to step away, to step back, to challenge individuals as necessary to speak my mind and to be honest. It's a matter of integrity. Being your authentic self is a matter of personal integrity and it's a matter of courageousness and bravery. And I just love that idea. And if we can foster that within ourselves and we can learn that it's in everyone's best interest, if we can just speak up and be our true authentic self then we can help organizations, we can help teams, we can help our families, our, our partners, we can help everyone uh, to have clear, reasonable expectations for what we are doing in the different roles that we play in our lives. When I talk about aliveness, I'm talking about this energy that we get to feel. When you are communicating with someone, there is some sort of an energy that you feel. And if you don't have that spark in you, the, the spark of aliveness, which means that you're not happy, you're not grateful, you're not appreciating life. You're not appreciating where you are, who you are, what you do, which means that there is no gratitude. And 
Aliveness represents gratitude and the benefit of aliveness is actually a reminder of gratitude. We are so afraid of hurting each other. Maybe you are in a relationship. It can be a romantic relationship, professional relationship. And because we don't want to hurt each other, we hold back. We don't want to confront. We don't want to tell something that might end up creating an issue. You are going to live with yourself for the rest of your life. Maybe this person is here for temporary times. This one right here, this connection with yourself is going to be with you forever. This part of you, the part that is inviting you to connect and honor your own values, it is going to stay with you for a lifetime. And that's why it is so important to connect to that part who wants to be seen, heard, and appreciated by you. And that needs to come first when it comes first, which means that you're okay to take the risk of losing this connection, that connection, this connection, because you're choosing yourself over those connections and you should be okay with it. If you want to show up as your true authentic self in your self-expression, you should be okay with that because the risk of losing someone is not as high as the risk of losing yourself. If we want to have healthy, sustainable relationships with others, whether that be in our personal life, our home life, our community life, our work life, uh, whatever the relationship, whether it's with us, a partner, a coworker, with a leader, a subordinate, whatever the case may be, we need to first tune in to our authentic self if we have any hope of having healthy relationships without understanding who we are, what drives us, what motivates us, and what we prioritize and why. Unless we understand that, we can't truly be with those around us. We can't truly see them for who they are. We can't honor their authentic being if we can't first recognize our own authentic self and stay true to that and be committed to upholding that. We can't expect others to honor and uphold who we are and to value and appreciate and support who we are if we can't see that in ourselves first. And similarly, we can't do the same for others. So it's so important that we flex that muscle, that we exercise that capacity to be true to ourselves and to be courageously independent in terms of who we are, what we are trying to accomplish, and recognize that while we do need others to achieve our goals, we only need others in the sense of shared resources, shared skill sets, and not in the sense that we need their validation, that we need their approval, that we need them to like us. You know, all of those are nice. Those are nice things to have. I want to feel validated. I want to feel appreciated. I want people to think that I'm doing a good job. I want all of that. But ultimately, it's not what's important. If I'm true to myself, then I know and I feel comfortable with my decisions. I know that I'm doing something that fits with my values. 
And I'm not going to be so concerned about if someone else happens to be upset with what I do or someone else happens to question my integrity. If I'm true to myself, if I'm being my authentic self, I know that I'm being true to myself. And so I don't need to worry about that. I don't need to stress about that. And I can move forward in healthy relationships with other people. I don't have to fall into the trap of codependency. I don't have to fall into the trap of passive-aggressive interactions with others because I'm afraid to to speak my mind, to be truly who I am. I, I can avoid all of that. That's what she's getting at in her message, and I think it's so vital, so important. It's a, it's a fairly simple idea. It's not a complex uh, concept, but it is incredibly difficult to do. Because knowing ourselves requires us to hold up that mirror in front of our face each and every day. It requires us to do critical self-reflection. It requires us to be brutally honest with ourselves. It requires us to give ourselves the opportunity, the time, to be self-reflective, to quiet our minds, to be mindful. It requires all of that effort. And it doesn't just happen you know, we can't just go about living our daily life with the daily grind and the, the hustle and bustle, all, everything that's driving us in different directions. We can't go through that kind of a pace in life and practice the type of reflection that we need in order to know ourselves so we can be authentic to our true values. And we can live courageously. That is difficult work. That is hard work, but it is worthwhile work. And when we can do that, we can create sustainable relationships with those around us, with our partners, with our family, with our uh, co-workers, and we can have dynamic teams, we can have trusting relationships, because we know we can count on each other to be our true authentic selves. I hope that you enjoyed this video and a little bit of discussion around the core concepts of the video, and as always, I hope everyone stays healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day, and I hope you all have a great week. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free interactive e-magazine designed to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week. Check out our new weekly LinkedIn newsletter, Alchemizing Human Capital, exploring industry trends via original research and interviews with executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We look forward to having you join us.